Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, So I'm here in Dublin at multiple streams of property income event in Dublin, um, working with the lovely Irish people who have come to see us this weekend. But what's got my attention is a couple of posts, one in the progressive community, one somewhere else, about deal packaging. About deal packaging, deal packages, deal sources, uh, and whether you should do it, who it's right for, how you do it, how to make sure you earn money from it. Does it work? Why would you want to do it? So I, I've jotted down some notes. I've made some. I made note of some of the questions, some of the comments friends in the property industry generally have made, and, and I just thought I'd go through them because. I want to say up front that uh, deal packaging for me has changed my life, right? I was not new to property when I started deal packaging. I've made no secret of that. Uh, but I believe that for people who are new to property, deal packaging is the fastest way on the planet to get cash into your property business. And all property people, at whatever level they are, starting out or more experienced, I was more experienced, need cash in their property business. So if you're just starting out, go out and uh, source some deals and sell them to investors. Now, that one sentence covers a lot of ground, right? We've got to talk about the ground you have to cover because you've got to do it professionally, you've got to do it right. But if you're more experienced, and we don't talk about this enough, I was more experienced. If you're more experienced, you can take your existing knowledge, your existing contact tax, your existing network, and use them to build a deal packaging business to generate cash alongside your long-term property investment goals, whatever strategy you are in. That was where I came to deal packaging. But if I was starting out today with no money, but with the experience that I have, I would definitely, definitely start with deal packaging as part of my 70-20-10. And I'll even go this far, guys. You all you all know. You all know uh, what the 70-20-10 is because we've all spo- spoken about it. And uh, if you're in the progressive community, you know what the 70-20-10 is, right? Even if your 70-20 is something else, 70% strategy is something else. I don't mind what your 70% strategy is. What I'm telling you is your 20 or your 10, definitely your 20, should be about deal packaging because we've got to keep you upright financially. We've got to get money coming in so you can support your 70 while you're putting that in place. So here are some of the things that I see uh, when I'm just flicking through various posts out there in the property forum land about deal packaging. Should new people to property actually do deal packaging? If you're brand new, is it a great place to start? Well, the answer is yes, okay? But I'm going to qualify it. I'm going to say you have to do it right. You have to know what you're doing. And you have to do it the right way around. Find your investors first. Find your investors first. Don't go out and spend 100 hours on right move looking for a deal, right? When really, actually, until you have an investor until you know what the investor's criteria are, until you know what the investor's dreams, goals, aspirations are, what they're trying to achieve by investing in property, what their returns are, what they require, you don't know if you've got a deal or not. It's just a house that's for sale. 
And so many friends start off on their own, not ones I've worked with. They start off looking for deals first. Don't go looking for deals first. Look for investors first. I will save you years of your life if you do it that way round. If you take nothing else, find your investors first. Absolutely new people can, can do it and they should do it. And you can't tell me they can't do it because I have been doing this a little while now at Progressive. And I'm telling you that new people definitely, definitely can do this and they are doing it and they are making money from it. So new people out there in property land, deal packaging without the need to raise a mortgage, without the need to put in a deposit, without the need to join uh, to raise joint venture finance can move you forward on your journey because you learn so much. So if you if you want to get started, if you want to make a start in property but you don't know how to do it, deal packaging is about the cash. So with the cash we can keep you upright and perpendicular financially while you build your 70, your main strategy, your dream. We all want to be developers, right? Maybe you want to be a developer. Start packaging some deals, not development deals. Sell some houses. Sell a house, right? Sell a house, get a fee, make sure you do it properly. If you get the foundations right, if you, the way you set up your deal packaging business is correct, then you can go out and sell all of them. Because here's, here's something else that I've seen. You know, deal sources, sourcing is that a dirty word? Quote, unquote. Not my words. It's a friend in the industry that said that. And uh, here's, here's the truth of it. Deal sources get a bad reputation. Why? Because they rush out into the market. They are not compliant. Compliance is very important. I'm going to come back to that. They're not compliant. They don't do it right. They let their investors down. Uh, they go out and they scrape right move and they, they send deals. But they're not really deals to potential investors, and all they've done is just scrape right move. They have no direct connection with the vendor. They've got no relationship with the uh, estate agent. They're trying to earn three grand, whatever, just by sending you a uh, right move link. Do not just send right move links. That is not the way to set up a deal packaging business. A deal packaging business is a business, and you've got to set it up properly. And, and here's something else I saw, which I, I cannot, I cannot agree with. So somebody, and, and a well-meaning friend, I get it, said, here's, what, here's the way you should do it. Start out, do the first three for free. You know, source a few deals, give them away to investors to learn your trade, to cut your teeth, to make sure you're doing it right, to, to, to give service, right? And then maybe the next two or three, you might charge a really low fee, 500 pounds, right? And then you work up to a thousand pounds. No, 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 don't do that. Because then you've done six, seven deals. You can add them up. I've, I've lost count. And you've earned like two and a half grand over seven deals. But seven deals can take six months of your life, right? Do not do that. And here's the other thing. Whether you're charging any money to your investor or not, you have to be compliant. So you have to do... Uh, compliance is a huge issue, right? And I can only hit the very high level, the top level uh, bullet points here today. Um, but even if you're doing it for free, 
you've got to have professional indemnity insurance. You've got to register with the TPO or another redress scheme. You've got to register with the ICO for data protection. And you need to register with the HMRC for anti-money laundering supervision. You need to do all that. So if you're doing it for free, how are you going to pay for all that, right? Probably you're going to spend between, depending on who you are, who you know, how you do it, twelve to £1,500 to get compliant, right? So don't start doing it for free. Invest in yourself. Get some education. Learn how to do it. Go out and do a great job for your investors. We'll never have to talk, have this conversation again. Because once you do a great job for your investors, the thing starts rolling and you get a good reputation in the industry and people will come and they'll look after you. What else have I seen? Is it just for beginners? No. And we don't talk about this enough. So I was not new to property when I started deal packaging. I was not, but this is what I did want. I wanted cash in my life, right? I had property. I had tenants. I still have property, still have tenants, right? Uh, but I needed more cash flow because sometimes you invest single let, buy to let, set and forget £200 a month net. Okay, I know it's a bit corny, but really that can be the truth of it depending where you're investing. So if you're investing in the Northwest, if you're investing in the Northeast, if you're investing in parts of Scotland and Wales, right, that's a very typical story. And if you get a bad tenant who knows how to play the game, if you get a boiler blow, blow up, one of your £200 a month properties, you might not get anything for a year, right? So I needed, that was my experience. That's what I did. So I needed cash in my life. And that was why I went into deal packaging. So more experienced people who are watching this, why don't you package some deals? Because you've got contacts, you've got network, you've got knowledge, you've got education. You've got people you can go to to ask for advice. You know how the property business works, right? It's so much quicker for you to onboard and get yourself moving. So why wouldn't you do that? It's not just for new people. It is for uh, experienced people as well. Here's something else I see. Can't understand why someone would sell on a good deal and not do it themselves. There are many reasons, right? Maybe you're invested in several other good deals at the same time. Maybe you can't, you're at capacity. Maybe you can't take any more on, right? Maybe you don't want to take any more on. Maybe geographically it will be stretching you. Maybe it's not on your patch. So if you're based in the south of England, the deal's in the north of England, or vice versa, right? Maybe that's not something you want to get involved in. Or maybe it doesn't quite meet your criteria. So the question was, why, one, why would someone sell on a good deal? What's the definition of a good deal? It's different for everyone. Uh, and as you get more established in property, your criteria will sharpen up a bit. So you'll want more. You'll want more. And um, I know someone very well who is sourcing and selling rent to rent for service accommodation deals to investors. Uh, and this is just an illustration of the sort of thing I mean. I mean. Um, they want a particular return on their money. So net, 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 and I'm plucking figures out of the air here, but this, it illustrates a point, right? They want, for instance, net, after all costs, a £1,000 a month from a service accommodation unit to add it to their portfolio. £1,000 a month net sounds a pretty good deal to me. However, the deals that fall short of a £1,000 a month net Maybe it's only 800, maybe it's 850. 
Uh, there's still quite a lot of money. It's still very commercial. It might not meet my friend's criteria, but less than £1,000 a month, 800, 850 people will buy that. People will buy that, okay? Um, so you can sell it for a fee, even if it doesn't match your criteria. Those are not real numbers. I've just made them out of my head, right? Um, but I know that is going on today from friends in the industry. You can do that too. Why don't you do that too? Why don't you learn serviced accommodation and twin it with rent to rent and deal packaging? There's a 70, 20, 10 that's really powerful that works, right? Deal packaging with single lets, that works. Deal packaging with flips, that works. Um, deal packaging with a BRR model, absolutely works. Um, deal packaging with commercial conversions, are hand on heart, it's just my personal view. It is not a pro progressive property view. It's my personal view. Deal packaging, commercial conversions, you've got to be a bit more experienced. Do not do one of them for your first deal. Don't, because you, in my experience, you'll, you'll do a lot, spend a lot of time, you'll learn a lot. Six, nine months down the road, you haven't earned any money, okay? So, so don't go there. So, deal packaging. What else? Compliance. Have you got to be compliant? And what about all the deal packages out there who are not compliant? What about them, Dave? What about them? Um, yeah, it's a problem. You have to be compliant. So the problem I'm alluding to is working with deal sources who are not compliant. You have to be compliant, right? You have to be able to fund your way to compliance. There are various ways of doing that that I can share with you. I can teach you how to do it right from day one so that no one can ever come and uh, point a finger at you. So uh, compliance is a very, very big subject. I, I can only touch on it here. And people, it gets a bit complicated. So even in my own deal packaging world, I had to renew uh, this week my HMRC money laundering supervision registration. So a couple of weeks ago, I started getting emails from HMRC. You've got to renew, Dave. You've got to renew. We're going to we'll cancel it. We will. It'll all be gone. The 31st. You know the sort of emails, right? We'll take your first child if you don't renew on the 31st of October. All that stuff. Um, so I thought, yeah, I better renew, right? So the first thing you have to do is log in to your HMRC account. I couldn't remember my number. And you've got, we've all got a number. I don't know what my number. I wasn't in the office. Didn't have the number. And then I couldn't remember my password. So you have to, you know, reset link, email this address. I did all that. They send you the number. I've now got the login number. Cool. But I haven't got the password. That's okay, Dave. We'll send you a, um, another email to reset your password. So here's what they don't tell you, right? They don't tell you when they're going to send you the email to reset your password. And they don't tell you that the link in that email, whenever they send it, expires after 30 minutes. They don't tell you that. This is on the job, real life experience team. I'm sharing with you now. So the first two emails that came from HMRC, I didn't really see them, right? And by the time I saw them, they'd expired. Okay, so now I've emailed back. I'm really sorry I missed the link. Can you send me another one? They sent me another one. I saw it, I thought I was in time, but it was 32 minutes. Locked me out again, couldn't do it. Now I've actually got the name of the guy at HMRC, and God bless you if you're watching, David Hovey was his name, Mr. Hovey. Thank you so much. David, I missed it again. Please send me another link. I'm getting desperate now. <laughs> he sent me another link. This time I saw it was six minutes to spare. All done. 
paid, re-registered. But those are little things that you encounter along the way that make it harder. And uh, I suppose in life, as much as in deal packaging, we all have those little things. Uh, so what else? Let's have a look. A huge amount of work I'm seeing. It's about sourcing. They don't tell you how much work it is. A huge amount of work. Really? Really? Okay. Depends how you do it. So uh, I have the great pleasure and privilege these days to work with a really smart young woman in our community, the wonderful Katie Wilson, the queen of systems, the queen of leverage, right? If you work with us, you can have access to her systems. You can as well, Stephen. Good morning to you. Uh, you can work with her VA. She actually gives you the contact details of her VA. You can work with her direct mail team. You, you can work with her printers. She actually gives you access to her printers. Whatever it is that you want to do, direct mail, leaflets, whatever, you can have all this stuff set up so that it just works around you. So huge amount of work. What was the, what was the comment? Yeah, massive amount of work. They don't tell you how much work deal sourcing is. Really? I do five days a month, guys. Five days a month. And... Um, I work with a wonderful team at Progressive Let's Sourcing in Peterborough. I'm honoured Robert Mark allowed me to work with Progressive Let's Sourcing. And um, last week, like 10 days ago, not this week, just gone, the week before, uh, we pipelined, we haven't got the money yet, we pipelined deals, agreed deals, gone into the legal, legal process deals. The fees on those deals will be £44,000 one week. I've got more investor meetings this week coming up. There will be more business there. There will. I know there will. Because I've spoken to the investors, potential investors, several times. And this is how you should do it, right? If you want investors to work with you, build a relationship with them. Go out there, prove who you are, Show who you are. If you have no experience, that doesn't matter. Talk about who you are as a person, your background. Go out and uh, uh, do some videos of you uh, doing viewings, looking at houses, talking to estate agents, at network meetings, being busy. Show you're a good person. Show that you are reliable. Uh, show that you're enthusiastic. Show that you've got energy. Show that people, you are someone that people want to work with and people will come and you can start building investor contacts like that. So build the investors first, okay? Build your investor platform first. Reach out to them. If someone approaches you, build a relationship. Find out all about them. What are their dreams, goals, aspirations? Can you fulfill them? Really, really important. Um, so what else? Yes. How, how do you set, how do you set up from the start? Uh, so maybe you've set up from the start and nothing's happening. Maybe you're six, eight months into it and nothing's happening. Are you following the right process? There is a process. There's a system for this. It's very, very well established. And I work with friends all the time and uh, they say, Dave, it's not happening. Dave, it's not happening. And when you drill down, into what they're actually doing. They're not following the system. They're not following the process. I wanna help you with your system. I wanna help with your processes. I want you to do it the right way around, not back to front. I want you to do it legally. I want you to do it in such a way that people say about you, he or she is a great deal sourcer. They found me some great deals. 
I work with them, they do my stuff. Because once you get in that situation, you have a business, my friends, and people are going to come to you. Turn up. I'll see you all there. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.